0: Hey everyone, this is your host, Caleb Green, and you have turned Right On Records, where we review the latest in heavy metal and rock music, singles, EPs, and albums. Today we will be going over Judas Priest compared to Iron Maiden. This is an episode of Split Opinion. I'll go ahead and get this out of the way. I do believe Judas Priest is a better band compared to Iron Maiden. However, Iron Maiden has very much higher sales. Clocking in around 130 million records sold, Judas Priest is hitting about 50 million. But why is that? Priest was a band that started off before Iron Maiden, but didn't have the same amount of traction as they did. So, let's get into it. Since 1969, Judas Priest has released 18 studio albums. They flirted with several different types of genres within heavy metal, glam metal, new wave of British heavy metal, and just your standard heavy metal sound. I think that Priest definitely stood more for individualism, even though they were able to tell stories in some of their songs. I think their songs about just being yourself, being who you are, staying true to yourself, and, you know, having a good time every now and then was better than, you know, the storytelling aspect of their music. With that being said... I do think Painkiller is probably their best album to me and I've heard a couple of people agree with that. I've heard some people say Defenders of the Faith, but that's a good, you know, that's a good point that their discography is so wide and varied that a lot of people have a different favorite album from the band. You could say that about any group, but Priest especially maybe not one of the most influential groups. I haven't heard a lot of people say, oh, I was influenced by Judas Priest. I heard them play so-and-so, and that's why I wanted to play guitar, or that's why I started a band. Rob Halford himself, being the icon that he is, has really projected the group with a charisma, and his vocal range is outstanding. He has one of the wider vocal ranges in heavy metal and rock, and this guy can just belt it out. There are times that he has sang through his throat instead of his chest, And you could tell, but it's very distinct. It's Rob Halford. When you hear Rob Halford sing, you know that's him. Um, During around 1986, they released their worst album, Turbo. And I think they lost a lot of fans, because even now, I still spin Turbo every now and then. I'm like, wow, this is... A bad album i keep thinking i'm gonna change my opinion on it but i don't however just about everything else in their discography i keep spinning even their latest release firepower was amazing to say the least their one before that redeemer of souls i was in high school i remember my dad picked that up he was super psyched about it uh he wasn't really into the music scene so when i heard that i was like whoa like that's badass as fuck And I kept playing it and playing it and playing it. And I started delving deeper into their music. However, after Painkiller, the band had a very big halt. And this is the part that I think where Judas Priest, like comparing album sales and stuff like that, I don't think it's a very good comparison because Maiden was still around during the 90s. Maiden, you know, they were very much there. But Priest stepped off after Halford had left and formed a solo group, Judas Priest just kind of stopped. That that wasn't in motion anymore. When they picked up Tim Ripper Owens to start singing for them on his debut with the band Jugulator, I think it was a good fit. I think him singing from his chest and being that excited to be on stage, I think it looked very good on them to get a fan who enjoyed the music and loved the music, and it was his passion. But also, I think Jugulator is one of their better records. I don't think it's the best. I think it's definitely better than fucking Turbo. But, yeah. I, I enjoy that album so, so much. Like, Point of Entry, British Steel. I think it's not as good as those, but... It's still listenable. It's listenable, and I still spin it from time to time. I still look it up on my streaming services, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out. Then they had the reunion with Rob Halford again after Demolition, and I think they've picked it up. I think they've kept that momentum going since then, where they didn't have that in the 90s. They didn't keep going with that, and again, you know, they kind of stopped for a little bit, but I wish they would have kept going and maybe picked someone up sooner. However, it probably was for the best because Tim Owens is the only person that I could think to even front Priest at the time and do a job that well that he did. Matter of fact, uh, KK Downing, his band KK's Priest, which is... You know, his spinoff of Judas Priest or whatever. Uh, Tim sang on their record and has done shows with them. I think, you know, he's still in it in his heart. And, you know, I think it was a good replacement. Their imagery was a another area that I think made the band stand out. However, there were obviously other bands doing the whole, you know, leather and metal thing back then. I think Priest was the best form of mainstream that was doing that and it got out to the masses as much that it could and they are still doing that today. They are Judas Priest. Their imagery will always stick with them and when I see leather, when I see people wearing leather jackets or anything like that, I think of Judas Priest because they just really, you know, they really took that and and ran with it. However, not having imagery like in a merchandise sense besides their logo. You know, they didn't really have like a character. Their albums had characters and each album stands out from their artwork and their music in general. Like I said, they bounced a lot between the genres and flirting with other styles and experimenting, but that was an area they kind of faulted on however they're still iconic and you know when you see something judas priest you know it's judas priest you don't have to have the name on it especially if you're involved with that kind of music and in that scene you know what it is everyone else knows what it is who's probably around you and yeah it sticks with that being said let's get on to iron maiden Starting in 1975, Iron Maiden formed and to date have released 17 studio albums. Now, these guys are prolific in their imagery, their live shows, their performances. Bruce Dickinson is one hell of a front man. Steve Harris has just been amazing with his bass. He's one of the, if not the, best metal basses around. They've been doing this forever. I believe that their worst album is No Prayer for the Dying. I very much enjoy Power Slave. If you were to get into them, I would say probably listen to Number of the Beast. But why were they so, and still to this day, prolific? Again, I believe it was their live shows. And there's a reason why... Iron Maiden has sold more live albums than Judas Priest. I firmly stand by that. Like, their live shows are amazing. The props, everything. Uh, Songs with the storytelling, I think it really wraps together. And Eddie the Head is just an amazing mascot. Like, that's also prolific, like I was saying before, with Judas Priest. But Eddie the Head being the mascot, being on every one of their album covers, like. You can't get away from him. He is Iron Maiden. If Bruce isn't there, which he wasn't for a couple albums, they replaced him with Blaze Blaley in the 90s with the X Factor and Virtual XI, or some people say Virtual 11. But, you know, it's Iron Maiden. You can't get away from it. You cannot get away that Eddie the Head will always be associated with a band because that's them. With that being said, I think Iron Maiden has had more dips than Judas Priest. I think their discography is not as strong unless you're into those kind of, you know, albums where you could sit down, listen to the whole thing. It's this huge epic. I'm not really into that. Uh I actually like Judas Priest quite a lot more. I own almost every one of both bands' discographies, and I don't really replay a lot of these. I know some people say every one of their albums is a classic. Uh, I know some people think that The X Factor is the worst album they've ever released, or Virtual Eleven, and I actually like The X Factor. I, I don't know. They're very hit or miss. Uh, I don't think they've always been strong in the music department, but Merchandise like they kill it they're one of the most known metal bands for a reason and they've been killing it ever since the beginning brave new world was such a great reunion album to come back on for bruce even after he left the group after fear of the dark and started releasing solo material Brave New World is another one of those albums that I'm like, hey, this is really good. But everything following that, I just have not been interested in. I think Priest has had a stronger reunion than Iron Maiden has. That's not to say they haven't released good songs or good albums afterwards. I think they're okay, and I would say that they're good at best. But it just, I don't know, it doesn't really flow with me. But I do like them. I like them as a band. I like the idea of heavy metal and being able to tell a story and each song is its own in its own right. They weren't one of those bands that were pushing out records that each song sounded the same or they were borrowing riffs. I'm pretty sure they probably have borrowed riffs. I'm not going to go through every Iron Maiden song for this split opinion video. Their deeper cuts are stronger than Judas Priest's deeper cuts. I think Iron Maiden has some pretty classic albums where I think Priest doesn't have classic albums. I think Priest has better standalone songs where, as a whole, Maiden can bring you in and get you to listen to the whole thing and go, whoa, you probably won't listen to it you know, for a while, but you, you'll bring that back in. You'll be like, man, this thing, I remember the first time I listened to this. I remember the first time I put this on and I said, holy shit, you know, that's fucking Iron Maiden. Like, The Number of the Beast, that was the first album I bought by them. And I wasn't blown away. I think I was blown away more by Power Slave than I was Number of the Beast. But it was a good listen. I really liked it, and the deep tracks were awesome. They continued to use the momentum of Fear of the Dark, leaving on not exactly a whimper, but not one of their greatest albums, leading into the blaze bailey era where i don't think blaze was a good replacement at all for bruce i think the x factor is a good album but i don't think that would have lasted regardless um you know i i enjoyed his time with the band and if they would have leaned more into blaze's vocal range i think it probably would have worked but it just didn't and a lot of people agreed I think some people just said that because they just want to Bruce back. But Blaze never really fit Iron Maiden for me. It's a very weird era for the band. But as a whole, they've stayed very true to themselves and they've stayed very true to their sound. Every album sounds like an Iron Maiden album. They sound very distinct in the studio. Uh, their last few albums have sounded kind of flat. That might just be a mixing or mastering issue. But all in all, Iron Maiden still sounds like Iron Maiden. They have never really, for me, flirted with any experimentation that worked. But, you know, they still dabble here and there. And I do mean very slightly, not a huge dabble of experimentation but yeah i think they still hold their own and i think they still stand tall with pretty much every other classic metal band that's on the same level as them i don't think that they're running out of steam by any means and i think they've probably got another good 10 years in them but who knows they're a legacy band they could be around forever for all i know so all in all I'm going to say, if you were going to deep dive into both these bands' discographies, if you're into things going in different directions, check out Judas Priest. If you're into a group that has one sound and just continuously does that, hit up Iron Maiden. Individualism, Judas Priest, storytelling, Iron Maiden, so on and so forth. You know, we went over this, but I enjoy both, like I've said before, I enjoy Judas Priest a lot more, and that's always stayed true to my heart. I've been a huge Priest fan since I was in high school, but Maiden has a lot to offer. So, check them both out. But, what if you're not into either one of these bands? I mean, check out Saxon, check out Black Sabbath, Motorhead, there's plenty of them. Diamond Head, uh, King Diamond, you know, there's there's a lot in that era of new wave of British heavy metal that I think there's enough for everyone to enjoy. Hope you enjoyed this episode. We have a Facebook page and a Twitter that we post on pretty regularly. So we'll see you there. If you want to discuss anything or if there's any music coming up that you want us to listen to and check out, please let us know. We're all ears. Anyways, this is your host, Caleb Green, and I will see you right on records.